The ramblings of a madman can be very dangerous. Especially for those of you who listen. Triple Threat is for mature audience only. Time! It's time! It's Triple Threat! A triple Threat! What? Triple Threat is in effect. I mean, Jesus, it's like if they changed the covering of the Ding Dong to like vanilla. I mean, come on, what the hell, man? And the gift collision, no prank. But every action is a reaction. And a pikey reaction is quite a fucking thing. And welcome to another episode of Triple Threat. I am Big Daddy SDV on the phone. The myth, the legend, the Pike. Hi, everybody. And on our Discord, um, the California Kid. Hey, how you guys doing? We're just, uh, we're just sitting here waiting for this show to get bought by Gen T and T. Yeah. Apparently, T and T T back in the game. So. Yeah, apparently. That's what, that just amazes me. Yeah. Well, guys, we got a lot to talk about. Let's get right we, to. We all well to be fair. We always have a lot to talk about. Have we ever done an episode that was like less than thirty minutes? Mm, no. No. We, have, we always have a lot. To, that's like part of our credo. It's like we got a lot to talk about. Yeah. Um. Uh, someone actually asked me that one of our viewers. Listeners, have you guys ever had a less than hour show? Like, no, no. Not a lot. Well, if we did, it would be a boring show. This is basically our. This is basically our country club. Yeah, it is. Yeah, like I like I did that. You like I made a golf reference. Mm. <laughs> I really, I, y'all really should pay. Uh, I wish I had. Think about. Moving on, moving on. We get, we do have. We seriously do. We we have a lot to talk about. Well, if I hit the well, if I hit the Powerball, I'll think about you. <laughs> cool. I want to. Well, you'd be like me. I won the Powerball before. When? And then it, well, not too long ago, not too long ago, and then everybody asked me, then what happened? It was like I woke up. Yeah. That's it. I think that's everybody's story. A lot of people's anyway. No. Oh. No. Uh. So it was a pretty sick dream, though. Yeah, but um. Go on, Mister STV. Mister, I got a badass YouTube channel. Well, badass streaming channel. Well, last Sunday was Money in the Bank. Uh, I I can honestly say I did not watch it until after it came out. Jeez. And some parts of it, I kind of wish I did watch Money in the Bank instead. So, did you like the ending of Game of Thrones? Um, or were you like, no, was, or were you like everybody like else bitching? I mean, unlike a 
other people. I didn't sign a petition or anything, but I, I was satisfied. I was, I was sad. I was pissed off at points, but I, I was, I was satisfied with it. You know, I, I've been doing this season. I was okay with it. Uh, I, I expected more, but I was okay with it. Yeah, I, I definitely wanted more. So whenever a final episode does that, where it, where I want more, I think they've done their job. And despite what all the people are saying online, there have you know there have been way worse final episodes. I mean, yeah, they could. Yeah. they could have done a Mighty Max. Yeah, that uh, no, that's. I said they could. They, they could have well, done, done what? A Mighty Max. You don't remember what happened at the end of Mighty Max? No. They basically re uh they reversed time and redid the whole series over again. Yeah, it just went around a giant loop. Like like one of those old animes. That, that's the example you came up with. It sucked to me. You could have said Lost, you could have said Dexter, you could have said fucking I still haven't seen the end of Dexter, so don't tell me that. I still haven't seen the end of Dexter. Uh, is it is it is it bad? You you could even say Sopranos. I mean, Sopranos, yeah, it was weak, but I wouldn't call it horrible. It wasn't a bad ending. It just I don't know. It you, you just had so many questions. I would say it was lame, but I wouldn't say it like I definitely I definitely thought you know. Um, I wish the writers of Game of Thrones saw the Big Bang Theory finale and took notes. That's how you do a final episode. I I thought the duel between the mountain and the, and you know the hound was good. Um, I I would have liked them to go to kind of go throughout the castle a little bit more, but that was fine. Uh, I, basically, I'm I'm just giving you the, the meat and potatoes here. But I mean, I would have liked this scene. Was the MVP of that yeah. I thought that character, that actress was is amazing, and uh, you know, obviously Tyrion, Tyrion Lannister is always good. And, you know, he kept me watching. Huh? I mean, you know, he kept he kept me watching throughout the whole series. Um, yeah, I created. You know, I might like I said, meat and potatoes. I was saying, meat and potatoes, though, the way I feel about it is that I would have just simply had it, like, at least something more to go on with Cersei. Like, maybe, I kind of, I kind of would have liked it seen, even if the writers didn't want to ever get killed by one of the other characters that executed publicly, I would have at least liked to see something a little bit more grand than her just being buried alive underneath the thing with her freaking brother lover, you know. I was expecting something a little bit more grand. Like, okay, I don't. It'd be cool if if Jamie ran into um, Yuri Greyjoy, like when he was on his way out with her, and they had a duel on the beach for her honor. That would have been great. Like that would have like to have them do it then and there, and it been more of a choreographed duel. It would have been a lot better. Um, you know that 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 be that whatever whatever would have happened. That would have been good. I don't. I like how you keep mentioning stuff that didn't happen in the actual final episode. I mean, you know, I'm just saying, just I would, what I would have expected. Four or five. You know, just, uh, that, that that was one of the main things, and, you know, I, I would have, I don't know, I, I kind of, I kind of thought that the rest was fine, just those, those two things, because they did so much with Cersei, I would have liked to have seen a better, a better finish to Cersei's story. I think 
kind of had a feeling Bran was it was gonna Bran was gonna be the the king or whatever. I was okay with that. I was glad to see that, I, I was glad to see that Iron Throne burned the bitch. That was, there was so much drama over that damn thing. Yeah, I think I think Drogon did the right thing. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I I always liked Danny, so that was what I was pissed off about Danny dying. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just one of those things where I wondered, you know, did, did they have to be so obvious in her becoming another Mad King? I mean, that was so predictable. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was all right. It wasn't a terrible ending. It, it, I, was, I was satisfied. It, was, it wasn't the worst final episode ever, so. It, no. Need to chill out Certainly not. Out. If you're that bothered by it, just wait for the books to come out. Oh God, yeah. yeah. Well, yes, yeah, right. Uh, Money in the Bank was last Sunday. Uh, let's get into it. Um, pre-show uh, SmackDown Tag Team Champions Daniel Bryan and Rowan versus the Usos. Didn't not get to see it. Oh yeah. As, you know, the Usos are always good to watch, you know, and everything. I just... The show and the fact that the belts were on one. It was... It, after all that drama a few years ago, it was weird seeing Daniel Bryan back on the free show. Yeah. It's more you weird know, that him... The Usos, too, it was weird seeing all three of them, all of them in the free show after all the drama of them being in free shows. That and, um... Are the Usos on Raw? Shouldn't they not be fighting uh, Daniel Bryan and uh, Eric Rowan? Yeah, so that was, it was a that was a weird match there. <laughs> but um, <laughs> we head on into um, the main show, and we start off with the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match: Natalia versus Dana Brooke, Naomi and her Bumblebee outfit, which was nice. I like that. Uh, Mandy Rose. That was pretty dope. She made, she made that work. Mandy Rose, Bailey, Amber Moon, Carmella, and Nikki Cross in for Alyssa Bliss, who was not uh, okay by the doctors to be in the match. I gotta say something about Nikki Cross. Are they trying to uh, doll her up now? Because I guess because she's not with Sandy anymore, she doesn't have that rugged look anymore. It seems like now it's almost like she's gonna become Alexis' sidekick. Not that I'm complaining about. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. I like that camaraderie with those two. Like I like the chemistry with them. But um, it does seem like they're making her more mild tempered. You know, and it, it, it was weird at first. It's like, wow, you do talk more. But um. You know, it was just, it, it, it does seem a little, if you've seen pictures of her, she, she can't get dolled up, you know. Yeah, I'm not trying to say, like, you know, she she's not a good-looking chick. I mean, she's hot, I mean, she's hot either way. She's hot either way, but I was kind of taken back with her, you know, fixing her hair like you normally see when she does her modeling pictures and shit. It's like, it's a little drawn up, but she's still, it's like half time, she's still doing that whole running down the ring, being wild and crazy and all, but 
concussion is one thing, and now it's like, okay, now you're not even being in money in the bank, so something's up. Uh, yeah. But um, the match started out kind of crazy. Um, a lot of botches in this match. Uh, Natty. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, See, money, money in the bank is always one of those matches where I always expect botches. Well, Naomi almost uh, smacked her head on the ladder trying to do a uh, walk across two ladders to get to uh, Mandy Rose. She barely even got there. Yeah, that was a close one. She did do a nice splits one, though. Yeah, yeah I liked it. Uh, then um, I think that was uh, Natty and um, Mandy. Uh, they had Bailey in between the ladder and tried to smush her into the ladder, but it kept getting stuck. Oh yeah, that was I was I was like, oh no, I was like, no no. But um, pretty good match. Uh, move of the night had to be Amber Moon doing uh, the eclipse from the ladder on the outside to uh, Natty. Yeah, she got the holy shit chant. Yeah, it didn't look that clean, but it was still a good one. It was ballsy. Um, one of the what the fuck moments was um, Mandy Rose stomping on Carmella's leg, and Carmella kept pushing her away, and then Carmella slipped out and was taken to the back. And did you did you see the heat she's been in the media talking about? Talking about that she she thinks that Mandy needs to go back to NXT. Really was pissed at Mandy. If that wasn't legit, Carmella can't be a good actress once in a while, you know. Well, I mean, it, it, it did look really bad the way Mandy did that, did that to her legs. I don't know. Well, I know it's probably staged, but you know, it's kind of weird that they did it like that because he kept pushing her away and just pushing her away. And I'm like, okay. I don't think that was a work because she, she, she there, there's been like articles coming out talking about that she said that she thinks that uh, Mandy needs to go back to NXT and learn to be safe. Like she, she, I think she, I think that was real. You can see some of the Twitter exchanges. Speaking of I don't know if you saw you didn't see the pre-show but did you see that shit with Selena Vega and Sonya Deville yeah when they were talking over each other they were big, they were bickering back and forth yeah that was kind of weird well, that was strange but um were, I mean that was on a pre-show they were really going at each other I'm like okay what's happening here and then coach had to stop it yeah uh, it's like but um, Carmella came back out. She basically beat down uh, Mandy Rose. Then uh, Sonya Deville knocked her out. Then what I thought was kind of uh, odd. Um, basically, Shayna pulled with I've been saying that uh, Carmella should did the first women's money in the bank and the second women's money in the bank was uh, having James Ellsworth carry her up to get the briefcase. Sonya did that same move with Maddie, carrying her up the ladder to get the briefcase. Which was kind of cool. Then all of a sudden, Bailey comes running up and stares at her kind of crazy and then knocks him back down and grabs the briefcase and 
your winner and Mrs. Money in the Bank Bailey. Any thoughts? Yeah. I did this. I, I like I said. I know they want to push Bailey, and I know that. I actually did, uh, I actually did pick Bailey in that. Well, yeah, pick Bailey in that. It's it. Like I said, the way it ended, it was it was it was, it was, it was, it was like decisive. They were actually going to do it. They were actually going to give the ball to Mandy, and then the way they're switching around like that with with Bailey is just uh, you know it's a spade, but still it's like. Oh, hmm. Like I said, they may have had to do the whole thing with, you know, with the injury and all, you know, with Carmella. They may have ripped it away from the right in their match. You never know. You really thought they were going to give it to Carmella for the third time? Just, you know what I'm saying? The way, the way that Bailey just kind of won it, though, I don't know. If that You know, you never know. These things may have been called on the fly. Like, say, okay, Bailey's going over in the headset. You know, when they found out what happened... You know, with Mandy, you know, that's probably what happened. Yeah. Well, maybe, yeah. But I was, um... Yeah, that makes sense. But no, I think they probably all along was going to be... Going to be Bailey. That was slick, though, the way it was set up with Mandy and Sonya. And, um... Uh, but, you know, it's the way it is, you know. Yeah. It would have been really great. It would have been a great surprise if I've ever got it. Yeah. It would have been great. I was kind of rooting for Amber, but she kept taking too dang long. She was too much trying to uh, stick out her tongue and stuff. I'm like, girl, bundle, get the ladder. What the hell are you waiting for? But um, um, we go on to a skit with Sami Zayn uh, and back with Triple H looking for Shane. Skip. On to the next match. Um... <laughs> WWE United States title match Rey Mysterio versus Samoa Joe really disappointed in this match um that was, was a so downer short. it was so short uh Rey beat uh Joe in like not uh, technically but yeah it was like five minutes I think it was and And I think he broke Joe's nose too. Yep. And, and so, it turned out Ray got it turned out Ray got hurt too. Jesus. Then he said he got a separated shoulder. Those wow. really those two really shouldn't wrestle together anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's just not working. That nose that nose was fucked up. Yeah, his nose. Those two shouldn't wrestle together anymore. So, Ray wins. Uh, Joe leaves, but then Joe comes back and attacks Ray. And um, Ray, Ray's son, Dominic, comes in and looks like he's about to go in to save his dad. And Joe's looking at him to tell him, just basically telling him to try it. But um, Joe just beats the crap out of him. Joe was looking at him going like, do something. Yeah. Oh, it was funny. Dude. Yeah, it was cool. Like, dude, how pissed off should he be right now? I mean, seriously, in all, in, in all. Who should be more pissed off? Joe, who the fuck else am I talking about? 
Uh, I would think Ray. Ray would be pissed at his son. Ray would be pissed off. He just he won the belt. I'm talking about Joe overall. Like, I'm pissed off Joe should be right now. Well, Joe should be pissed off a lot, but Ray should be pissed off more than his son. I mean, not, more than, not more than Joe. But, uh... If, if this continues to be a continuous... If this continues being a continuous cycle with Joe, whether some kind of crazy shit keeps happening to him in this company... Any other company he's been in has never been like this. We go through the day, all this crazy shit keeps happening to him. Yeah. But, um, but, um, nobody knows, um, so I guess the tie is pretty much vacant for now. Yeah. Or, yeah. a decision about that tomorrow. Well, Monday or, you know. Tuesday. Whatever. I thought it was Monday. Um, next, um, we see Braun Strowman backstage looking for Zane, Sami Zayn. Steel cage match, The Miz versus Shane McMahon. I had to say it was okay uh, match. Um, it was alright for what it was. I mean, rope breaks don't matter in a damn steel cage. <laughs> I was like, wow. Uh, apparently, someone didn't tell their referee that. Yeah, how does that happen? Like, it's a, it's a key. Come on. I don't know. Dude must have been new. Yeah. Uh, the referee's been fucking up a lot lately. Yeah, but um, like I said, it was okay, decent match. Um, Shane was laying in. I mean, Miz was laying in Shane with the chair shots. And in the match, uh, Shane wins by dropping out his shirt onto the floor. Okay. Um, classic, classic finish. Yeah. Yeah. We um, go to another skit backstage where we see Sammy. I, mean, I don't even know if there was a point even. What is the point of even doing that for you now that he's beat him twice? Well, it's pretty much over now. Sadly. But um, the camera goes backstage to see Sami Zayn hanging upside down. Triple H and the crew will try to get him off and kick the camera out. Uh, we get introduced with a uh, special announcement by Mick Foley on Raw. Next match, uh, WWE Cruiserweight title match, Davari, Ari Davari versus Tony Nese, in which uh, Davari came driving in to, I think it was a... Was it a BMW? Is it? I, I couldn't tell. It was, yeah, I think maybe it was. I couldn't tell. I think it was a BMW. It could be wrong. It looked nice, regardless. Yeah, it looked nice. Uh, good match. Uh, Tony Nice uh, retains his title. Yeah, he could match him. So glad this wasn't a pre-show match, and, and uh, you know it was very good. I think Tony needs to be the champion. No, I don't think anybody picked Davari in that thing. Yeah. And uh, so didn't see that coming. No, not really. 
Um, next skit, we see uh, Triple H confronting Braun Strowman about Sami Zayn. Strowman said it wasn't him. Triple H told him that he's pretty much uh, barred from the arena, uh, which means we are one man short in the uh, Money to Bank Men's ladder match. I like how people, I was on Twitter reading the results. I like how on Twitter everyone kept thinking someone was going to show up or take his place, and they kept naming names and shit. Next match, uh, the Raw Women title match, Lacey Evans versus Becky Lynch. Oh, guys, I don't know about you, but this was a mess. Well, let's start off by this. Uh, Lacey Evans come out with a big-ass hat. She... Uh, shows off her uh, green uh, outfit, which is okay. The next thing she does, she takes out guns. I think it's one of those like paper money guns. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, Eric these using or the um the white chocolate D money uses. And starts shooting out paper money, and I'm like, okay. One thing misses is the pole. It just man. She was in the money in the bank match. Maybe, but yeah, but I didn't really get it. But uh, I'm trying. I'm still trying to figure out if her character out is she a rich Southern Belle. I mean, she's just a Southern Belle. Maybe it's just me, but every time I see her, I just think of her as a fake ass uh, Jasmine guy. Well, Whitley. Every time I see her, I think she's waiting for the Kentucky Derby. Well, he went old school there, too. <laughs> I, good God, man. I just, I saw this oh, thing, and I just, all I saw is the flaws. World, Mighty Max, Dragon Ball. Wow. <laughs> you know, just, uh... Wow, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, did you think that, that uh, did you hear about, she was like, Jasmine guy? Uh, I just, she, she was, she, I almost feel like she was trying too hard with this one. <laughs> like, I, I just, man, the one thing is, look, she came out, she got, she got, she slightly got everyone interested, and then when the match actually started, you really, I mean, it, it was, it was a mess. I mean, I know you guys saw it. Come on. I'm not even saying this is some... I'm no expert on pro wrestling or anything, like, as far as working in the ring or anything like that, but, man, no, I no, think no, I know no, I know no, a mess. Like we do. Well, huh? it just goes back to what we said I before. Say, we just talk like we are. Well, uh, but... Uh, I'm just a good customer. Yeah, go um, but, um... It goes back to what we said before. It was a mess, though, and you know, like, was that on purpose? The fact that her Becky's shoulders were down. I don't think so. No, I don't think that was supposed to happen. At least from my point of view. But um, it just goes back to what we said. Um, They pushed this girl way too hard, and. It's kind of too early for her to be having a championship title match when she hasn't really done anything. She she didn't look like she was really competent enough to run a match with Becky. I mean, just the, the all the all the mistakes I saw in there. It was just like, man, it's like 
if I can see them and I'm not a trained pro wrestler, that's bad. That's really bad. Well, I shouldn't be noticing this stuff. Well, you know, that's the whole point of her. You know, that's why we've been saying she's been too green, no pun intended. Man, this is bad, man. I, I just, like, like yeah, she, she should have never left NXT, man. She needed more time. A lot of these girls do. I mean, man, I mean, that's the difference between the women, the, the revolution women and the women they're bringing up now is the fact that they were in NXT for a very good bit of time to get good. You know, these girls, they're not, they're not, so a lot of these girls are rushing or being rushed up to the main roster. I, I don't understand why the company isn't seeing the mistake here. It's not the talent. It's just you rushing the talent. Like, I blame, I don't even blame the women for this. I blame the company. They're rushing. They're rushing these girls up too quick. Yeah. But, um, Becky Lynch wins. After the match, Becky, uh, tries to go to the ramp, but Charlotte comes out with a referee and, uh, goats Becky into, uh, starting her match. Um, so Becky is up, sips, and we go into the SmackDown Women's Title Match between Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. Uh, it just seemed like they were rushing these things because uh, um, Charlotte and Becky did a few moves, and then all of a sudden, um, Lacey comes back out, uh, helps Charlotte by giving uh, Becky the uh, women's right, and. Um, knocks uh, Becky out and uh, Charlotte covers Becky one, two, three, and your winner and new champion Charlotte Flair for the ninth time. They're going to try to do the 16 time thing. We all know it. Good lord. No. <laughs> 16 times. 16 times. Glad that we see anybody nowadays you can say is champion for a ninth time. It's just, you know, like, wow. Yeah. And, and she's only been in the main roster. How many years? Uh, I think three or four. And every a nine-time champ. Oh. I could be wrong about that. Um, well, so. It's about four years, ain't it? I think so. It, it wasn't that long. It wasn't that long ago. Yeah. After the match, uh, Becky tries to fight uh, Lacey Evans. Charlotte uh, helps Lacey. Lacey and Charlotte take turn being up on Becky. Out comes Beck. Uh, not Becky, but uh, Bailey. And uh, Bailey tries to help uh, Becky, but she gets clobbered by Charlotte. Charlotte stops in the ring instead of leaving, turns around to try to attack uh, Bailey again, but ends up getting knocked out by hitting the uh, corner, the ring corner. Uh, Bailey then catches in the money in the bank as uh, Charlotte is knocked out, uh, goes to the top one for the elbow drop, pin one, two, three, and your new SmackDown Women's Champion is Bailey. And I called it. Sorry, John, but I call that. Go back and watch <laughs> the episode. <laughs> yeah, he actually, yeah, yeah. Thank you for texting us both about that. Man. Actually, I, I te- actually I text you guys when I was watching the um the uh, woman's money in the bank, 
and I didn't because I had started the uh, pay per view late, so I was testing you guys about the um, women's money, her winning the money in the bank. I didn't know she won until <laughs> after I saw it. I'm like, wow. Yeah, well. I was watching the episode. You texted me, man. I'm thinking, like, great. Uh-huh. But, um, happy for Bailey. Um, I guess Sasha's happy, too, because she did put out that, uh, uh, Twitter, that tick, the, tw- the tweet. Um, you know, congratulate Becky. And with this, uh, Bailey becomes the first women Grand Slam champion in WWE. Which wow. which I forgot about because I didn't because I thought did she win the Raw Bell but then I remember yeah because she had that feud with the Lesser Bliss and she was Raw champion yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so yeah she is a Grand Slam champion she is yeah let's hope that this title reign is better than that one good lord I will well, yeah but uh also she got <laughs> Uh, when she was out there with the fans. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it too. Jeez. Uh, I, I mean, I'll say this, man. Like, you know, I do, I do, I do sometimes feel, feel like some people, you know, there, there's a time for that, but I mean, that's, that's not cool, man. Like, you know, I understand some, some little, some little boys like, oh my god, or some, some, some freaking pervy dude's like, oh my god, this is a once in a lifetime chance to touch, to touch baby's head, you know, or touch or, touch or whatever. You know, like, come on, man. Really? You're on television. There are cameras out there. You know, and yeah, you may get it now, but if they decide to come after you for it, come on, man. They're not gonna call the kids, though. I, mean, I know, but still. I mean, it's just. The words are the kids. I remember the one with the natty and the one with uh, Lesser Bliss. <laughs> yeah, that's oh god, yeah. But um, yeah. like I said, I hope this tyrant for Bailey is better. Um, so uh, I'm pretty sure this is pretty much gonna mean a few between Bailey and Charlotte. I just, honestly, I just want her to. Fight uh, Oscar again. If WWE was smart, they would put her up against Oscar. But as we all know, WWE's not that smart. Yeah, I, I would love to see Oscar return to singles competition, get back to what we enjoy watching her do, and that's like thrashing the other women. Yeah. Um. So um, after that, we have a picture of Roman Reigns uh, walking backstage. Lies sleep sneaking up behind him, hit with a guitar. Lies makes his way out to the ring to do another concert. Um, basically, he does his concert, does a song, tries to leave. Roman's music hits. He uh, lies gets Superman punch. Rolls into the ring. Little short match between Reigns and Elias, him with the spear, calls him for the one, two, three. My people said that they did this because uh, Game of Thrones was starting right then and there, and I say bullshit. <laughs> they should. No, they should. I said before. I'll say it again. They're sleeping on Elias, man. Like they're really sleeping on this dude. Like and and, and eventually. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how, how long he, he, how much patience he has as a performer. But I mean, unless they're paying him enough, 
you know, and he just doesn't want to, he doesn't ever want to, you know, go any further with the company, you know, he just likes it, if he likes to be where he's at, you know, good for him, but I mean, you know, if you're safe, if you're safe, if you got that many good matches in you and you're just not getting them, because, I mean, come on, they keep putting Roman and all these other guys over Elias, but I mean, dude, man, he's got a good gimmick, and they, they're kind of sleeping on this guy, I mean, I mean, what a waste! The guy can actually play an instrument, and he, and he can go. He can really go in the ring. It's a waste, man. He can talk. He he can talk, and you know, it's it's a real waste. Just a waste. Waste of some good talent there. I mean, you know, he's more than paid his dudes in jobbing. I just don't understand, man. I understand what's going on with the with the company and him, but I mean, you know, I I don't know, man. I don't know how long he's gonna stay there. I don't know if they're finally gonna pull the trigger on this guy. I don't know if it'll be too late when they pull the trigger on this guy. I don't know, man. Well, it's WWE. They have a habit of doing stuff like that. I mean, um, the guy was getting over acid face, and then they switched him over because uh, Roman came back. And now they got him in these skits where uh, he's getting lost, and it's hurting him. And like, like you said, it's... You know how long is it going to take before people start caring about this guy because he's over with the fans and you know WWE uh, keep trying to go with people like Roman Reigns and try to get them over when you got people like Daniel Bryan and Elias who have the people eating out of their hands but you ain't using them right it's just misusage. Like, who is the guy? I, I don't know why I can't remember his name right now. But the guy who who is who is the intellectual, the smart guy, not the genius from back in the day, but the guy the guy who used to come out the over. Daniel Sandow. Okay, yeah. Sandow. I, he he got over twice. He got, he got over twice and they mishandled him. They mishandled him twice. They they truly mishandled this guy like twice. I just, I never understood WWE and them not recognizing talent, especially when you have an opening like this. Like I say, you can make a list. I mean, you got Daniel Sandow, Todd Dillinger, uh, Daniel Bryan, uh, who else? Freaking, you know, I would almost say that, that um, what, what is that? Um, now he calls Maybe. himself El Patron, you know, but I mean... I'd almost say that uh, who, what's his name? Who was in our kind of chat? We call him El Patron now. He was controversial, but he was a Mexican wrestler. You mean Del Rio? Huh? You mean Del Rio? Yeah, yeah, Del Rio, man. Alberto Del Rio. I thought he was mishandled. He was he was rushed too quickly to the top, and they mishandled him. Like either they're not. My problem with WWE is either they're not using good talent the way they should be, or not even barely even using them. They're like jobbing them out. These guys are putting all this effort in this role, I think and they're actually outperforming your main talent. I think that um, their real one was intentional since he was talking a lot of smack about the company. It, I'm sure it was motivated by something because they because they 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 mishandled him so badly in the beginning. You know, it's just like man, it has to be motivated by something. Yeah, it's always something with them. But um. Not always. I mean, it's not always. Sometimes the guy can be a dick, you know. True, there, like, there have been. I mean, there's been plenty in the, in the business. Real was kind of a dick too. He could be. 
He needs to be But the thing is, his timing was. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh. Kind of shit with Elias, I agree with. They need to. Of all the people, they really need to pull the trigger with him. That's why yeah, it makes I mean, more sense if he beat, if he beat Roman out of the pay per view. How do you not cash in on a line like WWE stands for Walk with Elias? How do you not cash in? Yeah. Elias is super over. No matter what he's doing, like, they're chanting his name. I mean, no matter where he is, they're chanting his name. They really need to pull the trigger right now. I'm talking about yeah, I'm like, the next pay-per-view. What is it called? Breaking, stomping ground, whatever the hell it is. That's the need to have that moment now. Well, actually, the next pay-per-view is uh, the Super Showdown. What the fuck ever? Fine, next American pay-per-view. I agree, because, I mean, really. Like I said, like, WWE stands for Walk with Elias. How do you pass up on that? That is, that's like money, man. Yeah, it's money. Why are they calling it Super, why are they calling it Super Showdown? They should have just done Greatest Royal Rumble again. I guess because of all the, um, backlash they got for Crown Jewel. (laughs) And how bad it was. Alright guys, let's go into the next match is for the Raw Universal uh the WWE Universal title between um, AJ Styles and Seth Rollins. Pretty much match, match of the night. Match of the night. Like blew me away. It was that was great. I, it is unbelievable they only fought one other time. And it was at that indie show they were talking about on Raw. Yeah, you remember um, it was it was AJ who broke Seth in. Yeah, it was AJ who broke Seth in. Yeah, they they did. They, they wrestled back in the day. Yeah, and it was like he, he he was doing when Seth when Seth was just really breaking in, man. It was awesome to see him again, man. That was a good that was a good one. Yeah, that was that was a fantastic match, and the counters were amazing. That was some video game counters right there. Yeah, yeah. The way the way he caught the stomp, man, I loved it. He caught the thing. Which was cooler? Yeah, that was that was sweet. Which was cooler when AJ did it or when Randy countered the stomp? It's man, it was both. They were both awesome. I say Randy. Randy though, yeah, because he got him way up in the air. He Randy, boy, that was that was that was awesome though, because nobody saw that coming. Yeah, but uh, kind of feel bad for both uh, Seth and AJ because you think with all this uh, wild card bullcrap going on, and I hate that it's called that, and. You know, let's be honest, the whole wild card thing is just to keep uh, NBC Universal happy because they were upset because Roman was uh, switched to uh, Smack, was drafted to SmackDown. And, you know, that kind of took shots at AJ right. and uh, Self saying that they ain't really worth a damn. But, uh, I mean, my thing is, is they're saying, like, they're just not 
there. It's just like, uh, maybe they probably, NBC Universal probably been pissed for a while. Uh, we're just not showing it though. Well, well, still gonna be fine. He's got Becky Bassett. <laughs> yeah, now that, now that everybody, now that they made that official. Hmm. But like, uh, man, uh, now it's like y'all know how this gonna look now. Like the power couple with the belts. Uh, oh boy. Uh, but good for it. Good for them though. I mean. They seem like a really great couple. But, um, unto next match, um, uh, the WWE title match, uh, Kevin Owens versus Kofi Kingston. Uh, yeah, that wasn't, wait, was that the next match? Oh, no, because then they do some shit with Lars Sullivan. Yeah, but that wasn't a match. I'm saying, no, that's what happened then. That was a beat. It's just interesting. It, it's just, it's, it's, it's really bad that they keep having him beat up Lucia House party. And he got busted open too. And he got busted open because of all that, all his, his dumbass posts online and shit. But it seems that everyone's forgiven him, I guess, except for Kalisto. Mm. Is that, did you ever get to see those comments he made? Nope. I saw some of them. You know, it's just um, typical. Dumbass, dumbass comments. Yeah. You know. But yeah, go ahead. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Kofi Kingston. Uh, uh-huh. it was an okay match. It was alright. I thought it was, I, I wanted it to be more. Yeah. Especially coming out, especially being his first pay per view title defense. I, I wanted more. Uh, yeah, it was probably a little bit of a higher, you know. I, you know, I expected a bigger, like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Because they both can't deliver on that level. So, but with this, it's just, uh, they, they better be happy that, you know, Ray and Joe and, uh, they had a, maybe having, they had a bad match because this could have been that close to having a bad match of the night, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then the whole, the whole shoot thing was a bit much. <laughs> you know, now you now yeah. you're gonna be known as the guy that lost to a shoeless Kofi Kingston. Yeah. Especially how much Kobe paid for them shoes. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. Uh, you talk about somebody getting custom made. Kobe gets them custom made. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. But uh, your winner is uh, Kofi Kingston. All right, guys. Let's get on to uh, the main event: the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. Barry Corbin versus Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Finn Balor, Andrade Siamas, Randy Orton, and Mustafa Ali. Did you Did you memorize those names? Or did you read them off? I'm reading them off. Okay. I was about to say. I was going to say very impressive, man. But uh. Pretty good match. Jesus Christ, Finn Balor, what the hell is wrong with they you? Trying, they were trying to kill themselves, man, in that match. Finn Balor, I'm, Finn Balor can still walk. I'm amazed he, he can still walk. Of all the crap he took. Jesus. And, uh, you know, uh, all the office was a beast, man. Yeah, I was kind of shocked that they kept the 
Zanita Vega in the bag. I'm like, why? Yeah, yeah why? He, she's like his assist. But I guess because of what happened, they didn't want her anywhere near the uh, ring. Uh, got sick and tired of uh, Corbin and uh, Magatai teaming up for the on-team time. Yeah, they keep pairing them together. But I will give Corbin credit. He did have some good spots. Yeah. He, he had good spots. I think... Yeah, every, every, no one was a weak link in this match. Everyone had good moments in it. Uh, McIntyre had some good spots. I think... Wasn't he the one that threw Ricochet onto the ladder? That bent? Yeah, yeah, that was, that was McIntyre. That was, now that was sick. Yeah. Um, you know, it's sad. Uh, I just... I look at this whole group of talent, and when we get to talking about how this thing wrapped up, I just I look at these names that you named, and we and we see the match itself. Man, did they have to go the route they went? There was some people who really could have used this, but anyway. Oh yeah, I forgot to, I forgot to put this in. Uh, just now remembering this. Speaking of dumb shit, uh, going back to the female uh, money in the bank. What the uh-huh. fuck? What the fuck was Dana Brooke doing? Jesus Christ. Uh, I think it was her and Carmella, and somehow she grabbed onto the briefcase, and she lost, I think either she lost a footing or something, and she was hanging on with the briefcase, and she had to get back to the uh, top of the ladder. And I was like, what the fuck? And you wanted to swing, I guess. You wanted to swing. And there were <laughs> actually people that would say that she should have won. I'm like, seriously? But, uh. Dana Brooke? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Dana Brooke, the real victory, the fact she even got to be in that thing. <laughs> you know, honestly. Yeah, I, I've, always, I've always had my opinions about her build and the way they kind of rushed her onto the show and, you know, the way the way she's been presented and everything. And then, you know, it seemed like they wanted to go somewhere with this whole thing with her continuously challenging Rhonda and Becky. But, I mean, you know, if you wanted to give her a coming out party, this would have been the time. But still, it just, I don't know what the hell they're doing with her. What is, what, what is she there for if you're not going to do anything with her? You know, like... And not to mention, I mean, yeah, she's not, she hasn't been anything too special, but I mean, man, still, if you got to do something with her, you, you guys got to do something or just don't put her in there. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's no point to put her in there if she's got nothing to show us. Right. But uh, back to the men, uh, Drew went on tear. Uh, as I said, he tore apart Ricochet. He uh, sent. Uh, did an Alabama slam with uh, Siamas onto uh, Balor and just pretty much destroyed everybody. Um, yeah. Then he got RKO by uh, Orton. Um, then um, Staff Ali climbs to the top to get the briefcase and out comes Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman to the ring. Lesnar shoves Ali over climbs the ladder and grabs the briefcase and your winner is Brock Lesnar. Alright. I gotta say this. I feel bad for everybody in that match. Including Corbin. And I don't want to feel 
bad for Corbin. But I had to, in fairness, because dude put on a good show. And then they have it in with Brock just coming in and just grabbing the briefcase. Makes no sense. It'd be one I'm saying for Corbin. I mean, on this, because... I mean, really, I mean, after everything, yeah, I mean, Corbin's obviously not a fan favorite, and he's certainly nothing to us, at least, even even us people who've, who've been watching wrestling for a long time. I mean, we look at Corbin, and we don't see anything special here and there, but, the, you know, the effort and everything, I mean, when a guy puts out a performance like that, I do stand by it, and when you put Brock Lesnar with that talent, you had Drew McIntyre out there, and you had Corbin, and you had all these other names out there. And I mean, honestly, you got Randy out there and all these guys, and and your decision is to bring out Brock Lesnar and let him just take it. These guys were out there and just busted their asses in this thing. And your your ultimate plan is to bring back the guy that everybody's kind of gotten tired of and they need to keep him away for a while. Instead of keeping him away for a while, letting him get fresh again, no, no, you throw him right back out there. I mean... I understand this maybe a business thing for Saudi Arabia or whatever the hell, but I mean, dude, come on, man. This this was a bad play. This to me was just a bad writing move. I I don't know what the hell they're thinking, but and, and it's whatever, hear, man. And to hear the story that um, Mustafa Ali was chosen to win the Money in the Bank allegedly, and then at the last minute change it and not even tell him who was going to win it or tell anybody else that uh, what was going to happen. That's kind of shady. But uh, not cool, man. Did anybody see the face? There at all, and the fact that he did it, so you know, just so climbed it up, climbed up and got it, and just pissed on such a great match. And I love Randy Orton's expression afterwards. I mean, you tell me Brock couldn't come out and did some things, and then just. Hell, if he had just came out, took a few bumps, and then just was out for the rest of the uh, match until it was time for him to climb up and get the briefcase, I would have accepted that. But to do it like the, the way they did it was just BS. Yeah, I didn't like I didn't like that at all. So well, it's the same thing. It's the same attitude that I believe has been kind of a negative on Brock Lesnar from some of the roster because, you know, like other people on some performances are ready to go out there and go total hardcore, you know, and really give the fans a violent spectacle that, you know, that will draw money for the company. Brock goes, Brock, Brock has been known to turn up, they kind of turn away from all that and force it to be something normal or something just on his terms. And that's, I think that's the same thing happened with Dean Ambrose. You know, Dean was trying to, Dean got a program with Brock Lesnar and he wanted to make it, if you listen to the interviews about this, he wanted to do something really special with it. You know, but Brock just didn't want to work with him on it. You know, and it just like, it just became like a, like a pretty much a, a squash. You know, that's, that, that's sad to hear, you know, if you're a fan and you really know what these two guys could do. I mean, what Brock Lesnar and Dean Ambrose really could have done with a, with that match at Mania would have been something, would have been a very special match. But, you know, I understand you've been in the business for a while. You know, if you're Brock Lesnar, I understand you've been in the business for a while. You shouldn't have to work so hard. But, look, man, it's, it's still, you know, you're, you're, in, you're in sports entertainment and... At a big time pay-per-view like this, you got to give the fans their money's worth. You know, if you if you bought WrestleMania tickets and Brock Lesnar shows up, I mean, 
if I pay for that for those seats, I expect and and, I, and that's on the card. I expect what's sold. I you show Cactus Jack, you show Terry Park, you show all the hardcore legends building up Dean Ambrose to take on Brock Lesnar, and Brock Lesnar refuses to do any weapons. That's just stupid. I, I that, that, and this, you know, now he just gets to climb the ladder if these guys just put on a war, and he doesn't even want to take any hits. That, that's just. That just, that's not team ball, man, and that, that's sad to see. That's really sad to see. It's just dumb, man. If they just going to use this just to get uh, Brock shot at uh, Super Showdown, then that was a complete and utter waste. Because they could have easily just gave him the title shot uh, without him cashing in the money in the bank. I agree. It would have just been, you know, uh, that was just a wasted match then because there were so many guys in there who needed that push. You yeah. know, it's 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 sad to see that. Yeah, but... Uh, there's a lot of guys out there. Took a lot, took a lot away from, from all that, you know. And just, I didn't, I didn't agree with that at all. And yeah. Just, uh, this crazy shit. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, let's get into uh, this other matter. We got tackle um, the raw after uh, Money in the Bank. Uh, we had uh, Brock playing mind games with both Kofi and. Now, let me uh, just say this. I haven't said that about the whole thing with him winning and all. And then the next raw, I don't lie. I was cracking the hell up. He was using that as a boombox. Yeah. I was like, I'm just like pretending he's listening to like some old school Run DMC or LL Cool J or some shit. You know? Just like, you know what I'm saying? And there was this funny Twitter video of replacing Brock's music with some other music and him bopping his head to it. It was just, I was like cracking the fuck. I'm, I'm surprised no one else ever thought about using the briefcase like that. Yeah. And then you yeah, just, it's, take nothing away from Brock Lesnar. Yeah. It's like, man, it's like, I'm glad you, I'm glad you're lighting up a little bit, you know, now you're trying to do the moonwalk. You could probably ask Carmella for some tips on how to do it right, but, you know. <laughs> take, take, take Nick away from Brock Lesnar's performer. He, he, he does, I mean, here's the thing. He does what he does dang well. He's a special kind of talent, you know? He is. He's a special kind of talent, but... You know, if he's gonna if he's gonna do, only do things his way, or if he's not going, especially if he gets stale to the fans, but they still want to shove him down our throats, do it do it out of the way of the rest of the talent, man. Don't ruin the other talents, um, you know, story work, you know, just so you could, you know, put, put, throw him in there. Just give him his own little special corner of the world on the show and. Just don't don't bother the rest of the talent with this, man. Because those guys, there are a lot of people out there really trying to do something for the fans. You know, I just I, I just don't know what's going on with the booking. Yeah. Well, uh, the one thing I wanted to get uh, get thoughts on about that night, uh, Mick Foley came out. They were promoting this um, the all during the uh, pay per view. About Mick Foley revealing a new title, which makes no sense because they have a trouble with the titles that they have. 
and Mick Foley comes out and introduces the 24-7 title, which basically is the hardcore title without calling it the hardcore title. And good lord, everybody was on how ugly the belt was. So they have before they put the belt in the middle of the ring. Everybody that you know is a jobber comes running out to claim the belt. Uh, we had the uh, club go after it. Uh, no way, Jose. Then we had. Uh, Titus O'Neil becoming the first champion, then Titus getting knocked out and um, get pinned by Bobby Roode, or Robert Roode as you want to call him. Then Robert Roode getting hit by uh, R-Truth and then get backstabbed by R-Truth and then now R-Truth's now the champion. And then the shenanigans ensued on SmackDown with R-Truth dressing up in drag and people showing out flyers, wanted posters, uh, R-Truth leading the arena with uh, Carmelo on his back. Uh, this is just horrible. It's become slapstick now. I mean, it's like someone... Is that not one, is that not one of the ugliest belts you've ever seen? Mmm... It just seems like someone just slapped it together and uh, okay, put. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that shit is hideous. What kid would buy that fucking belt? Well, say so kid that bought the spitter belt. Oh God, you know that belt. I just. I, mean, would you, I, would I don't. I don't think we need more belts. Belt? Hmm. Would you choose to buy that belt over the spinner belt? No. Um, I mean, it just, I'm just, I kept, I kept looking at that, that fucking belt, I'm going like, man, Jesus Christ. Well, I was, I was not a fan of the spinner belt. He's trying, he's, he's trying his damn hardest to make that belt seem important, you know? Who? R-Truth. Jeez. Yeah, R-Truth's trying his best to make that belt seem important. Um... And you know what? How can you know, how can you know, try to look like a fake ass Carmelo? How can you when he's looking like a fake ass Carmelo? Uh, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's some that's some like what shit you would have seen in like a naked gun movie or some shit, <laughs> or, or Hot Shots or Police Academy, one of those. Police yeah, Academy's not in the 90s, that's 80s. 80s, 90s, yeah. I still feel like, you know, the, the title... I, I was never a fan of the Spinner Belt, and honestly, this title, really when I look at it, it's nothing special, but this 24-7 title could use just a, maybe a color change. I don't like the emerald green, or the whatever kind of green that is. Now, to I'm be, not really feeling that. To be fair, the one that Braun won at the Greatest War Rumble was better looking. And it, it was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Than this one. It was. I, I would have probably just done the done the entire the rest of it in silver, 
and like gray and silver, kept the gold, kept all the gold adornments on it, taking out all that green and crappy other colors, and just going with like a silver gold thing, or maybe like maybe like a gold and dark chrome. That would have been nice. Something something more sophisticated, gold, black, dark chrome. It's just that WWE thinks their fans are so. I appreciate that it's giving folks something to do. I I I forgot no way Jose still works there. He, yeah, and how he now looks like the dude from Final uh, Fight. He looks, like, he looks like the bad guy from Final Fight. The fuck is that? You know Final Fight. You talking about Krauser or you talking about um Geese? You talking about the dude Geese, with the Geese the dude that looks like the the uh, the dreadlock, the bad guy, the black bad guy. Final, Final Fight. Was it Final Fury or Final Fight? Okay, you talking about final fight? Uh, well, well, the, the the boss of final fight is the head of Mad, and like he's like Mister X or something like that, or whatever his name was. Talking about the dude in the. You talking about Mr. the dude Man. in the uh, the dude in the wheelchair. Yeah, because that's final fight. That that's final fight. Now no, now, the, now fatal fatal fury is the one where you have Geese Howard and um. And uh, and and Baron Krauser and you know what's it called Von Krauser, you know, Fatal Fury is where you get those guys. I'm talking about the black. I'm talking about the black dude with the dreads that took away Cody's girlfriend. I don't remember his name. I know you're talking about now, but I don't remember his. Don't remember his name. No, not offhand. I don't remember his name. Uh, you guys, that give me a second on that one. All right. Yeah, we're making a lot of old school references on this episode. We're old. What did you say? We are. But, but, uh, no, but other than that, and the whole thing with, I love that Drake Maverick's really committed to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but the, I, I'll admit the chase scene, I, I was cracking up at the chase when they were chasing them and they were running and Drake Maverick was far behind yeah but it pretty much it took me back to like like some Looney Tunes shit you know yeah but it just shows you how the uh, Tyler working day on when you got Barrett Corbin Bobby Lashley ain't even giving a flying fuck about it and then uh, the same thing happened on Smackdown um, if you look at Sammy, oh, yeah. I know he was probably on SmackDown trying to gonna attack Big E, but you can, if you look at Sammy Zane during that chat, he's trying not to laugh. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's stupid, but it's stupid funny. You know, it's like, uh, it, it's comical. You know, I can't, I, I hope, I hope our truth holds on to it for 355 days. Uh, I doubt it. I think he's probably it's, like, it's like Carmella and our have now officially become like Rocky and Bullwinkle or some shit. I tell you, first that you use a Rocky and Bullwinkle. Now, now you got me doing old school reference shit. I think the first that you use a Rocky and Bullwinkle for Carmella and our truth. Yeah. Who the fuck is? Sure did, and, uh, who I the think fuck? We just called Carmella a squirrel. I thought you called her Bullwinkle. No. Was it? That's what I thought. Well, Dan- 
well, damn, I'm an asshole. I think we knew that. Anyway, I, I'm interested to see what kind of backstage antics we're going to see now. It's like, it, it is the hardcore, it is basically the hardcore town, so I'm interested to see what kind of antics we're going to see. And I love how Edge is, even Edge is saying how much, how ugly that belt is. But, you know. Yeah. But, anywho, let's get well, on. Wonder, and then what I'm wondering is the only men they're going to get to do is, like, can men, can women get involved? You pretty much know it's going to lead to that. Uh, Especially with Carmella. I, I wouldn't be surprised that uh, Carmella would probably take a shot at it. That's what I'm wondering, like, Carmella and, you know. I can't, it's, yeah. it's nice to say that the first three champions were Titus O'Neil, Bobby Roode, and R-Truth. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Uh, uh, I'm just waiting for those moments and then you know you're going to see Mojo Rawley with it and Easy Green and Joey Oze. Oh, God. One of, the heavy machi- one of the heavy machinery guys, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Alright, uh, let's get into this. Uh, AEW had their pay review Double or Nothing uh, last night. Woo! Kind of hard to find uh, where to uh, download it and watch it. Uh, also, word came out that uh, if you somehow had a, I forgot what they call it, a VP or whatever that has your. In the, yeah, if you hide your yeah. v, VP, you can get it for 20 bucks. I so, like how during the pre show they kept talking about the UK how the UK could watch it. Yeah, but that kind of upset me a little bit because they say, like, people outside the United States could get it for, like, 20 bucks. Yeah. How much, how much, was, how much was it here? 60 bucks. Ugh. That's crazy. That's unfair. Wild. You would have thought it being AEW, they would have char- charged, like, 30 well, or 40 or something. I will, I will say this, though. I can see how they would think they're going to get more sales uh, elsewhere. In the United States, everybody so WWE certified that they think, okay, the little that we do get in the United States, we need to charge triple so that we can make the equal amount of money that we need to make. But still, I'm just, that's not a good opening welcome to the fans. Not really. That's why I, I didn't watch until, like, after the pay-per-view and it was, um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say the subscriber's name or whatever, but the, the person posted the whole thing on YouTube like last night. It's not even there anymore. But I'm not gonna say your name. But thank you very much. Yeah. Anywho, uh, the pre-show started with uh, the Casino Battle Royale with NJF, Dustin Thomas, Brandon Cutler, Michael Nazawa, and Sunny Days. Uh, <laughs> And forgive me, a lot of these people I do not know, and I apologize. You mean uh, Sonny Kiss? Yeah. No, Days. Oh, wait, wait, you're right, you're right, sorry. Sonny Kiss, Sonny Kiss came out later, go ahead. Uh, then we had Joey Janela, Jimmy Havoc, Brian Pillman Jr., Sean Spears. Is he all look just like his daddy? Who? Brian Pillman Jr. Yeah. You know, 
uh, Billy Gunn, Gladys Glacier, Jungle Boy, Ace Romero. Oh, man, did, you, did you geek out? Did you geek out seeing Glacier? It was nice seeing Glacier. It was great to see him. Yeah, it was great. You know, that took me back. I was like, wow. Tommy Dreamer bringing was, trash cans in. Yeah, it, was, it was great seeing Jungle Boy. You know, Luke Perry, rest in peace. Um, it was a pretty good uh, battle royale. Uh, the surprise was uh, uh, Paige. Uh, I was disappointed no women were in this one, like like all in. Oh, you know, in the you know, in all in that battle royal, Jordan Grace was in. Uh, oh, well, Hangman Page made a surprise entrance into the uh, battle royal because of uh, Pac not showing up for uh, creative differences. What? Have you ever seen that one guy before who just slightly kicked Tommy Dreamer a few times? No, I have not. I'm not saying, who the fuck was that? The crowd was just eating it up, and then Tommy hit him, he went down, he just went back and he just strolled, and I'm like, who the fuck is that? I do like the, the Luchasaurus guy was pretty cool. Thinking like, do you think Billy Gunn? Don't worry, you're not gonna get fired. Oh God, yeah. I'm still laughing about that shit. It's like I can't get fired, you know. Just... Um, the ending was pretty cool uh, with uh, yeah. Paige, um, Ducks, and uh, um, comes back in. And, Larry's uh, to take uh, NJF down what? and lays him over MJF the top rope. Very good heel. Who? NJF. Oh yeah, especially with uh, what we get into later on. But uh, yeah, he's a, he's a very good heel. Yeah. Hangman Page wins. Hangman Page wins the Casino uh, Battle Royale, which sets him up for a title shot for the AEW. Uh, uh, title. I was happy. I was happy. One. I was. I was also disappointed because I was really. I was. That was one of the matches I was looking forward to with him and Pop. You know. Yeah. yeah. Sadly, that did not come to fruition. I do like that AEW like AW posted a match they did have. Would have been cool to see the scene last night. Yeah. The scene last night. I mean. Next match. What, is, what, is, Go ahead. Yeah, what exactly was the story about that? Was it because of Dragon Gate or because he was having creative differences? They say creative differences. But rumor has it that he didn't want to lose. So I hope he, I hope he realizes that, you know, it's okay to lose once in a while, especially the AEW. I hope they doesn't create black, bad blood for him in there. I think he's Pop, just harboring a lot of feelings from. Pop, don't, don't be it's like Pop, don't be Leo Rush, okay? <laughs> Pop, don't, don't be don't like Austin Aries. Anywho, uh, next match is uh, Kip Saban versus Sammy Guevara. Guevara. Great match. Great match. Great I match. Remember, I was familiar. I was familiar with Sammy. I didn't know much about Kip, and it was fantastic match. Uh, that one where they, uh, I forgot who it was, but one of the guys was hanging from the outside, and the other guy did a uh, sunset flip 
to the outside on. Yeah, that was, yeah, uh, yeah. Sammy did the flip. Yeah, that was nuts. Yeah, Sammy had some he had some talent. Now I remember that sitting on saving. Mm-hmm. You know, he draped him. But, uh, and then uh, tried to hit that six thirty, and that didn't. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, that looked bad. That looked painful for real. And it looked like it hurt. It looked like he crushed him. Yeah, it I mean, it looked like really it really did hurt. Like, yeah. Oh, but uh, that. Hurt, but man, Joe Janela getting that that show him on the table on the outside of the Battle Royal. That was sick. Yeah. Also, I liked it that they had the female wrestler uh, ref- referee this match too. That was, now that was cool. She didn't only do, like, the girls' matches. She also did the guys' matches. Very that was cool. nice. Very I cool. thought it was I'm nice to glad that, I'm glad that already AEW is progressing in so many ways, Saving hit uh, got his feet. Bernie having driver, and your winner is Kip Saving. So the um, show starts with uh, Jr. coming out at uh, uh, Excalibur. Join him, and uh, I forgot the other guy now. I think his name was Alex on commentary. I wasn't, cra- I wasn't, cra- I wasn't crazy about Alex. Yeah, not a lot of people were. Uh, first match. Is, uh, before we before we do that, we gotta talk about how they came out there. They basically did a Beyond the Elite episode, uh, and like you know, Cody and the Bucks and Brandy and Kenny came out there. Who's that reenacting? Huh? You know, what? No, I was saying it was a good. Yeah, that was a good segment. I liked it. Yeah, that was a good intro. I, I was. I love that. I love the camaraderie between between them. And, uh, you know, and Brandy said, Brandy had to settle it down. Like, she's fitting that role perfectly. Brandy Rose, she's doing great. Yeah. I mean, that's her company. I'm going to say right now, that's her company. You like, you do your thing, girl. <laughs> you have officially become the Beyonce of pro wrestling. Congratulations. Oh, boy. Um, right. First match, uh, we got. SoCal Uncensored, Christopher Daniels, Frank Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky versus the Strong Hearts, Seema T Hawk and L Lindeman. I mean, see, I mean, see, can you agree with me? She's become like the Beyonce now, right? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I'm not gonna put a ring on it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be a problem with Cody. Yeah, of I'm course it would. Cody, Cody did. Never cool. Anyway, but yeah, great, great opening match. I love SEU. Uh, the strong heart. What were they called? Strong hearts. Yeah. They, that was a great opener. Uh, Scorpio Sky is from another planet. You know what I mean? Like Daniel is. Daniel is gonna be that one guy who's gonna keep wrestling until he's like eighty. Yeah, as long as nobody takes him out. But um, yeah, what, is, what is he now? He's gotta be, he's gotta be pushing fifty, right? He's forty something. But um, 
Yeah, and you know, Kaz, I always like Kaz. Kaz is always awesome. Yeah. The ending, though, was pretty cool. Yeah. The. Always, always great seeing the best moonsault ever, you know? Yeah. Uh, winner is uh, SoCal Uncensored. Uh, next match, uh, they had uh, Allie join the commentary group for the female uh, triple threat, which kind of made me shook my head because. Why was Allie um, in the commentary booth? I would think she would have a match. It was weird because they did that same thing at All In when they had, uh, who was it? Who was it? It was Emma and some other girl commentating during the Fatal 4 way. So they keep doing that for some reason. Well, I hope this doesn't mean that Allie's not wrestling because I think she did wrestle uh, Rosemary um, in her uh, Cherry Bomb uh, persona. Uh, a few weekends ago. So, but anyway, uh, next match, um, uh, Kylie Ray versus Britt Baker versus Nia Rose. And Not it, daughter Britt Baker. Yeah. She really a daughter? Or Kylie, she, Kylie, Kylie Ray just likes to smile, man. Yeah. What did y'all think about, what did y'all think about that little shot at that, uh, Cody took at Bailey. Um, that was, you know, just being an idiot. He was just trying to be, trying to be funny. It didn't work. Mm. I mean, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. It was that. It was. There, funny, were, there, but, you know. there were a couple of things that I didn't like about the way they kind of. I always felt that AEW should kind of, kind of stay in its own lane. It, it, it could benefit from I not having I, anything to do with it. I didn't like the fact that they kept making references. You know, they, that was that was impact mistake. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, focus on you. Focus on what you're doing. Don't worry about them. In this universe, that universe doesn't exist. You know what I mean? Like In this case, I would say yes, because... That, that's how AEW is supposed to think, you know? It just, to me... You, you're, you're opening a new company you know this is a new this is a new place and you know look I mean it just depends on what kind of brand if you're trying to put out if are you are you selling us wrestling are you selling us sports entertainment and no it's not the same I don't care what each person I don't care what people say I don't care what people in the industry say for the customer it's two different products if you guys want to sell us professional wrestling don't go dipping WWE and all this. Don't go try and take shots at Vince. Or uh, Triple H. Don't take shots at Triple H. Why would you do that? that that's one of the dumbest things. Uh, stay in your lane. Don't make the mistakes that Impact made. And for God's sake, I read about this. I read about this. Um, this thing where they were trying to ash the beach. Man, forget Barry WCW. Do not try to bring back WCW. It's the biggest mistake ever. Everybody involved in WCW, with the exception of a small handful, are all a waste of time and money. Everybody there is. They're a bunch of leeches, a bunch of freaking parasites. And they want guaranteed contracts, and they'll suck your freaking funding dry. Leave all that in the dust. Start a new place, a new land. Create a new niche in the freaking market, guys. Do not bring this stuff up. I I was hoping they wouldn't. This is the, like I said. I don't know what, who's making creative decisions here. 
but they need to they need to pull it back, man. I don't care if it's Steve Malenko. They need to pull the hell back. But yeah, I'm sorry, it's my little rant. The show. I just it, it's okay. I grew I grew a pipe. Okay. Yeah, I uh, also want to. As you were saying, you know, like the the Bailey thing was funny, but I think it it blew over. We just just leave Bailey alone. I also want to bring up before we get into the match, uh, um, the set was pretty cool. Like the set with the theme, unlike uh, what WWE has been doing for the last couple of years. I love that they brought the pyro back. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Yeah. And thank, and thank God, no 3D effects. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like the 3D effects. I, I just, I don't, I don't like that. I've never been a fan of it. It has no place in pro wrestling or sports entertainment for that matter. Yeah. Thank you. It doesn't. So we have... Not, uh, I'm, I'm, making, I'm making sure I remember what you said. Like, it's not, it has no place in pro wrestling or sports entertainment. Yeah, I mean, if sports entertainment's not pro wrestling, what else is sports entertainment? No one else really uses that term but wrestling. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I mean, who else? I mean, does anyone else use that term? I don't think anyone else. I've never even heard that term before until WWE. WWE came up with the term. I think if, if I had to guess, I think Vince McMahon invented that term himself. I mean, that's, um, I mean, that's not even a, it's like, that's not even a real it may have been an industry term, honestly, because when you think about it, and you think of some of the thick stuff that, that's been going on over the years, it, it, maybe Vince didn't make it up. Maybe that was just an insider's term for what they're doing, for what wrestling really was. Maybe all the promoters called it sports entertainment. We don't know. When I hear the term sports entertainment, I think I think what it should mean is something like like roller derby or, or Ninja Warrior or some shit. No, that was Vince's idea. That was his way to get yeah. past the. Uh, that was his way of getting past the uh, athletic commission. They were trying to tax him a lot. Yeah, something like that. That's, that was a way to look at it. Yeah, because if he if they considered pro wrestling a sport, that would happen. But um, it which it actually is. Money, but money, which? But uh, yeah, as you're saying that the set looked really. It was a nice looking set, you know. Yeah. yeah. Was it really? Was it really thirteen thousand or was it twenty thousand? Uh, I think it was twenty, but I'm not for sure. Oh. Yeah, I love how I love. Ooh, I think Nick, uh, Matt, or Nick, one of them said, like, you know, you have to you have to empty up, you know, or round up. I mean, you know, you always round up. Yeah. Um. So Brandy Rose come out after Kali, uh, Britt, and uh, Nat, Nat, Nyla in the ring and pretty much goes into uh, announcement. Uh, she said she wanted to make she know that the triple threat was going to be great, but she doesn't want it to be great. She wants it to be awesome. And out comes Awesome Kong, <clears throat> who's been missing for a while. Uh, ever since her uh, time in uh, WWE, she's been more busy on Glow, which I think she is great. Which it I think she, a lot better than she has in the years. She got, I think they got like a third season too, right? Uh, they haven't. I don't. Yeah. Oh. I, I don't know. But she, but she, I haven't heard about anything. But the show, if you haven't watched it, audience, the show is great. Watch Glow on Netflix. It is awesome. But uh, 
Austin Kong came out and which made this match a fatal four way. Uh, pretty good match. Um, Brandy is um, not Brandy, but uh, uh, Britt. Britt Baker is awesome. Uh, Kylie's awesome. Yeah, uh, it was such a great match, and the right person, the right person won. Yeah, uh, kind of wish uh, Naya got some more uh, into it. Um, that uh, one where um, Britt went out to uh, do a dive on Awesome Combo Kong Carter, and then. Kylie uh, did the, uh, I think it was a dive outside on the bowling that was pretty cool. Uh, then um, where um, Britt uh, countered uh, Awesome Kong and uh, Naya uh, knocked her out by pushing her into the stairs was cool. But um, Britt um, hit um, uh, deadlift uh, German suplex on. Uh, uh, no, Baker here with a super kick and lifts and drops Ray face down on her knee. And cover one, two, three. And your winner is Dr. Britt Baker. Um, yeah. Next yeah. match, uh, Best Friends versus Jack Evans and Angelico. I mean, talk about another guy I've seen three, I mean, Jack Evans, you know, I was so happy. I, I, mean, I love him and Angelica together. I like the I like the best ones too. Uh, I ain't seen Triple Red in forever. But uh, it's just it's good to see him. I mean, it's good to see Jack. Yeah, he looks he looks great. Pretty good match. Yeah, pretty good match. Uh, the best friends win the the. Uh, uh, speaking of four, the boys. How great was it to see? Sean Spears in that battle royal. Me, Ty Dillinger. Like Dillinger. Yeah, it was, oh, that was good. Yeah. yeah, but didn't he get eliminated by the dude with no legs? Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> who, who was that? I forgot the dude's name, but um, I was kind of shocked that you know they had someone like that in there. Best friends win the match. Uh, pretty high flying match. Uh, after the match, lights go out, and out came, comes the Super Smash Brothers, and they yep. take out both uh, the best friends and Jack Evans and uh, uh, yep. Jelko. And then at the end, uh, they had the dudes stand out, and one of the dudes was sitting on them, which I thought was yep. kind of weird looking, but. It was cool at the same time. It was very sinister looking like. Yeah. Okay. Up next, we had the six women uh, tag match. Um, Jesus. uh, Dang, I'm probably going to need your help with this. Yeah, it was was Hikaru Shida, um, Rio, and Rio. Um, 
Rio, um, Mizunami, I think it was. Yeah, and yeah they, they took on uh, they they took yeah Rio, yeah Mizunami, and they took on Aja Kong, who I was surprised to see, and uh, and it was uh, Yuka Yuka Sakazaki and uh, Emi Sakura. Yeah, yeah and that, they, that was uh, that was the teams. Yeah, I would have gotten that wrong. Who was the one that was dressed up like Freddie Mercury? That was it was uh was Cheetah? No, that was uh Freddie Mercury. I, I never really looked at what Freddie Mercury went with. Freddie Mercury so he hasn't been wrestling God knows when. Should I I don't know how much we know what Freddie Mercury went. I would just let him go with it like, okay, someone dressed like Freddie Mercury. I didn't think that, but Freddie Mercury. I mean, I was know. okay. Anywho, uh, uh, pretty good uh, match. Um, the back and forth. That was the that's the one on my Facebook, you know, groups and friends. That's the one a lot of people like Adrian and them have been talking about all day. Is that one? Well, it it was just amazing to see Isaac Kong. She's a legend. Yeah, she I mean, she is a legend. It, it was basically her her going, going against her students. I I just every time I see her, I get nostalgic for those Manami Toyota battles, man. Aja Kong and Manami Toyota used to tear each other apart. I mean, it, those are some of the best damn wrestling matches I've ever seen. Um, like I say, pretty good match. Uh, Rio and uh, Hakazar. Uh, I can't even say it. Sorry, I'm not Japanese. Uh, how... they, they, they beat. Uh, oh yeah, are you talking about uh, Rio, Rio, um, Mizunami? They, 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 yeah, they won. Um, Hikaru Shida won, and uh, her team won. So yeah, yeah, yeah Shida, Rio, and uh, Rio won. Yeah. All right, on to next match. Uh, it's. Cody versus uh, Dustin Rhodes. Uh, now this was this was my favorite match of the night. This was good. I just the the the, the, the match itself, the story with the match. I just I this was the one. I I I'm pretty sure. I don't know if it was because of the alcohol involved, but I just shed a tear there afterwards. You know. It's just good to see Earl Hebner. Huh. It was good to see Earl. Wait, you said that too fast. What? It was good to see Earl Hebner. Earl Hebner. It was so great seeing him. And um, and I figured, uh, you know, it was just a total great story. Dustin, Dustin still got it. I mean, my God. He's gone through so much, both professionally and personally, and the fact that he can still go and perform is just such a wonderful thing to see, you know? Yeah. It was just such a great, it was great, it was dramatic, ooh, that, that cut was really deep. Yeah, he was bleeding. I'm, I'm, I'm glad he said he's okay, I'm glad he's okay, because that could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Uh, a lot of back and forth, we had Bulldog, a uh, bunch of uh, crossroads, uh, Brandon getting in a spear on Dustin. Um, that was a nice spear. Yeah, that was one of the best beers. That was one of the best beers I've ever seen. Yeah, good. Good seeing DDP coming out, taking Brandy away. I cracked the hell up at that. But uh, all in all, great match. 
uh, Cody gets the win. Um, let's talk about a few things the thing that happened before the uh, match. Uh, so yeah. Cody comes out uh, to get down to where the ring is. Brandy goes under the ring, brings out a sledgehammer. Cody goes back up to where the uh, throne chair is sitting, which resembles uh, Triple H's uh, cross emblem. And he breaks it and destroys it. Basically sending the shot at Triple H. It's like it's basically his thrown from that uh from that Conan from that call that, that Conan entrance of WrestleMania where he lost to John Cena in like minutes. If you do a little quick reference like that, I don't mind it. You know, if it's straight to the point and you do it and you move on, fine. Like that, I don't mind. You know, verbally bring it up or shit like that. That's the problem with me. But if you do a quick little thing like that and it's funny. I just think they need to stay I think in the future they just need to steer clear of making any mention of WWE at this point they need to get themselves over if it's a one time thing for that that's fine you know but don't just don't keep doing it you know like yeah saying it like that there's a reason why you're coming on Tuesday nights you know what I'm saying they got some sense they were really cocky you know they would have put this on put that show on Monday you know what I'm saying yeah, but yeah. they they know they got, better. They, they, they got better sense than that, you know. And and you know, I'll say this: it's one thing to take on, you know, it's one thing to kind of challenge this man. It's another thing when you start messing with, with Triple H, who actually understands how to put on a good show. You know, if 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 if, if Vince were to take his hands off the reins and let Triple H run WWE. WWE would pretty much be near unstoppable. Like they'd be non stoppable because you got Triple H and Shane. But now now you're hearing that him and Triple H are going back and forth. Yeah, there's heat over there and and here's the thing, man. Um I don't know how that's gonna play out. I don't know if it's ever gonna become something, but I I just have to I mean, I do have to side with, with, with Triple H getting control of the company because if anything, it, I could, I just don't understand how Vince McMahon can't look at NXT and look at what he's done to it and can't see what he could do for Vince's show. Like, if you're Vince McMahon, you're not seeing what your son-in-law can do to your freaking main shows. He could turn it into he could he could really take it to that next level. I mean, I don't understand that. I don't understand it either. But um, it, like I said, yeah. So it's so it's it's weird, you know what I mean? Yeah, very weird. Um, but uh, you know, it, it, like I said, it was a for me, it was it was a cool moment, you know, to see that. And, I mean, I like how the the tiny effects, like the tiny little bomb and smoke that came after. It's like, okay, man, you, you did it. Now let's see this match. A very Nitro-esque kind of stunt there. Yeah. I just... No more. No more of this. That that, that should have been it. No more of this. See, see, uh, kid don't want to see that. California kid don't want to see that again. So, better. I mean, just... Just no more, no more WWE stuff. No more, no, no more WWE shots. Just st- stay in your lane. Build your own empire. 
get get your before you start taking pokes at WWE, get your freaking show like running smoothly. Get your front office yeah. together. You know, get your sales, get merchandise sales up for one thing. You jump, you well, the merchandise sales ain't a problem. I mean, they're making money off that. Yeah, but I mean, dude, it, it's one thing when you when you actually when you actually have a product that will sell. It's another thing. Then again, can make more money, you know. I'm saying if you empty, I'm saying though, if you can't supply, if you're if you're just starting up like that, I'm pretty sure they can't supply for the demand that's gonna come when they hit live TV. You know, if you if you you if you're if you're getting that point, you and you already have an investor. Let's let's focus on really really solidifying you know the whole your whole sales you know department. Let's get all that together, you know. Like I just think they need to slow it down with the. With, they don't need to even touch that with me right now. They need to get get you know solidify their place in the market right now. Take this take this um this TV spot and turn it into something special, you know. Do do what what, what 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 TNA started to do right, and then just stay in that lane. Do not do anything else. Just push your young talent. Do not hire anyone. Do what Paul Heyman told like Dixie to do. Don't hire anybody else like that's that that's past forty that that can Don't do any of that. Stick to what you have. You know, you sound like one of those backwood country folks where you keep saying it. Stay in your lane, boy. I didn't know. Hey, you know. She's like, stay in your lane. Well, same point, you know. I mean, they do need to stay in their lane. Well, um. But after that ramp, after what we were saying, like, yes, it was, it was my pick for a match tonight. It was fantastic, and, you know. After that, Cody uh, basically set up a match between uh, the Young Bucks, him, and Dustin at the fight for the Fallen, which I think is next month or July, it's I think. Next month. Okay. So, uh, Dustin accepts, and that's pretty much going to be the match for the next pay-per-view. That was such a great moment when you told him, like, no, you... And I thought that was his last match, for real. And, and the, when Cody came up, when Cody said all that, that was when I almost got teary-eyed. And, uh, I don't need a... I don't need a partner. I don't need a friend. I need, a bro- I need my brother. You know, just like, you know. That was emotional. Yeah, Jay, I say, I'm not crying. I got allergies. Uh, yeah. And uh, even that caliber was trying to hide his mood, like, try to, you know, wipe the tears. You know what I mean? It's just, it's like, if you didn't get emotional at all at that moment, you ain't got a soul. Yeah. Next, we had, um... I'm so happy. Oh, go ahead. I'm so happy Cody and, Cody and Dustin back together again without a stardust in sight, you know? Yeah. Next, we have, um, the... Unveiling of the uh, AEW uh, title with uh, Bret Hart introduced bringing the title to the ring. Um, I have to say it was a pretty good looking uh, title. I know why. I know why a lot of some people were giving it uh, like trying to tear it down. I didn't get. I didn't get that either. I thought. I think it's a nice looking belt. Big. It's a pretty pretty big belt. 
Yeah, NJF came out. Uh, he attacked the. Well, he didn't attack, but he took shots at Bret Hart. He threw in the whole uh, guy that ran in and attacked Bret Hart at the Hall of Fame. It, it was, yeah, he was like, look out, the fans coming at you. I was like, that shit ain't funny, man. That could have been a lot scarier. Uh, Jungle Boy, Havoc, and uh, Paige came out and they beat him up. Uh, uh, Bret Hart reviewed. Did, did you read the, the interview Bret had at the Starcast panel when they asked him about that, the fan attacking him? No, what happened? You're just saying, like, he, you know, it was just, you know, he worked hard on that speech. He took him, like, weeks to work on that speech. He tweeted, and, you know, they were, like, they were going to clear the stage, and he wanted to stay and finish the speech. And, and uh, you know, he said he didn't feel bad for himself. He felt bad for that guy because of what happened after, you know, someone getting the crap beat out of him, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, that, like I said, now, talk about a, a special, kind of, special kind of guy. And Bret Hart's a special kind of guy to be that forgiven, you know? Maybe because he's I older, but... If it had been me, I would have been just cursing this dude out for the rest of my life. But he's like, man, I feel bad for him. He's got his ass kicked. I wonder... The old Brett would have pressed on that, man. The old Brett would have would have freaking pressed on him. Oh, Brett would have straight jacked that dude up. <laughs> <laughs> if this was like 90, 93, 94, Brett hurt. That dude would have got, wor- got a worse beat down. Worse. I mean, and not just him. The whole freaking Heart Foundation would have destroyed that dude. Oh yeah, they yeah, all of them. But uh, anyway, yeah, like Havoc and uh, Jungle Boy came out there and beat down MJF. Yeah, MJF's gonna be like the best heel in that company. We'll see. Next match, uh, pretty much to me, the one uh, also match of the night: the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers. For the Triple uh, A Tag Team Championship, yes, yes. Damn good match. Love the, love, love the Las Vegas outfit. Oh yeah. Everybody dressing up like uh, fucking Evil Can Evil. First it was Christopher Daniels <laughs> and the Young Bucks. Jeez, I'm surprised they didn't get one of the motherfuckers on the motorcycle try to jump the whole goddamn arena. No, they would have tried to do it too. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic match. The, uh, I've always been. A, I, I love the. I like the Lucha Brothers. I think Pentagon and Dean are great. You know, and uh, who was the dude that did? Young Bucks can have a great match with anybody. You know what I mean? Who was the dude that did the? Um, uh, they had one of the Young Bucks with his hand. He got up. He oh, kicked. Did the, did, the, did the jump off the ropes? Yeah. Did the did the, the, the kick in the? That was Phoenix. Yeah, did the kick and then did the hurricanrana. That was awesome. Yeah, the, the pretty much defying gravity. And then um, where they were all taking turns doing a super kick and then they did the double super kick, knocking both guys out. Yeah. I mean, it was just back and forth <laughs> awesomeness uh, from both teams, man. That was a killer match. Then the uh, ending uh, with... Uh, the young bucks are uh, retaining, but very good, match. very good uh, match. So it was main event time. Um, they had a, a special a series of vignettes for uh, Chris Jericho with him uh, as uh, what was it? The Jericho, the Lionheart, Lionheart. Uh, 
Yeah, and Lionheart, and then the list Jericho, and then the White Jacket. And then, uh, you want to say that he's evil? And he comes yeah, out. I actually showed, I actually showed Nancy that part with the different vignettes, and he just, she just thought, oh, it's just not wild, that is awesome. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, he, I was like, yeah, he, he's done a lot. I did like that picture with Jericho and all three of the other guys that were doing the, uh, poses. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then Kenny Omega came out. Another funny uh, thing happened. Um, they had uh, a barrel for Cracker Barrel, and apparently the ref couldn't get the fuck out. So Jericho, what like, the what the fuck was that about? They were, I guess, they were doing like a uh, sponsorship for Cracker Barrel, and the ref couldn't get the barrel out. So Jericho goes and shows him how to do it. And I'm just wondering what the fuck is that thing doing there? But like, okay. And like Cracker Barrel, Cracker Barrel's good people. I was in more impressed if it was Waffle House, but Cracker Barrel's cool. I've been there maybe twice in my life. I ate there. Um, I ate there. I think I ate there twice too. One in Kentucky, one in Kentucky, and one here. What Cracker Barrel? Yeah. I ain't been to Cracker Barrel in like two years. <laughs> yeah, I've only eaten. I think I ate there when I was in Jacksonville, Florida. Don't ask me why I was there. And then, and then, um, after that, I was in. I think I ate the one in Macon maybe once, or maybe somewhere. I can't remember. I never know what the fuck to order there. Me neither. I just you know, get. Uh, it's, not, it's not like the other. It's not like other restaurants. I know for sure what I want. When I go to Cracker Barrel, I never know what the fuck I want. Yeah. yeah, it's just kind of—I I don't know, man. Nothing, nothing really hit me while I was there. I just—I yeah. I remember I had some kind of cut of steak while I was there in Jacksonville. It was—it right. was yeah, good. Just—it wasn't—it's it, not memorable. I didn't need anything memorable there. It, it was Plus, good it food. Like, it, it always feels like they never give you enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between it and uh, Waffle House, they don't give you enough. No, Waffle House used to give you more than you could handle. Oh, yeah, Waffle House used to be that way all the time. Waffle House used to hook you up, man. Yeah, yeah I think times have gotten hard on Waffle House because I remember before anything anything you ordered before 1997, man, they, you got more than you could handle. Then if you notice, no, if no, anybody no, was... time to go to Waffle House is like at 1.30 in the morning. Yeah, if you notice, if you look at pictures from back in the day, like if you look at pictures of the of the way the waffle irons look, they changed the size of the waffle irons. Now they're smaller. Mm. Yeah, they did. You're right, they did. Because waffles, those waffles used to be massive. Anybody, they used to be bigger than that. Yeah, almost bigger than as a plate. Yep. Yeah. yeah she, see, see, BV members. Everybody, you guys should remember this. You guys, you guys should remember this. But those things used to be great. But, uh, do they have Waffle Houses on the West Coast, uh, Calvin Kid? No, no, no. Those are, um, Waffle House is only, they have a few going into the Midwest, but it's mostly an East Coast thing. Yeah. But, um, so, uh, Kid Omega, uh, Jericho match. Pretty good match, uh, back and forth between, uh, Jericho, um, Jericho still got it. Yes, yes. 
just a fantastic match. And for him saying yeah. that he wasn't going to use the Cobra, he used the Cobra a lot in this match. Because, like, he did that whole thing about it. he was going to use his whole, um, what do you call it, the back uh, elbow, which he calls the, um, um, what's it called now? God, I can't. I Jews effect. Jews effect. Yeah, Thanks. He was a Jews effect. But I thought he was going to stop because I guess, like, his knees can't take the cold break anymore. But Jesus Christ, he hit like more than three times in this match. Oh, he did. Yeah, he used it quite a few times. And he brought out the uh, Lion Salt too. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a good. Yeah, it's always good to see that. But uh, kind of proof performance. Yeah, but it was a pretty good yeah. match uh, from Jericho and uh, Omega. Uh-huh. Um. Anybody else got any thoughts about it? Second or the third yeah, fight. It's like a few years ago. That was one of those matches. Those, those two. That's one of those matches you thought you would never see. You know. Is this? The, Omega and, is this and the? It did not disappoint. Is this the? Excuse me. Is this the second or third go around? This is the second one. What was the match on the they boat? Had, they had the first one in Japan. This is their second one. What was the match they had on the uh, cruise ship? Count that. Did we count that? Well, yeah, they I mean, fall. I thought they. They kept calling it. They were calling it Alpha versus Omega Two. Oh. Well. Whatever. Um. Whatever. The point is, it was a great match. Yeah. yeah. Cowboy, you got anything to say about it? Uh, incidentally, my friend, uh, actually, my friend Eric Dees was there for the one on the boat. He actually was there. Um, but yeah, nah, man, it was it was excellent. It was just a nice little good, good, a good, a good finish. I enjoyed it. Uh, good wrap up. It was just it was just a good way to top off the show. Jericho yeah. wins, and then the big moment of the night: uh, John Moxley uh, enters the ring. Dirty yeah. Deeds, uh Chris Jericho. Right, dirt- let, let this one. Let this. Let this finally shut all the people up who are thinking the whole him leaving thing was a was a work. Uh, like I was saying, uh, he dirty deeds Jericho, dirty deeds. Uh, the ref stands in between uh, 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 Kenny Omega and did the Omega pose. Then um, him and Kenny Omega fight all the way to where the chips are, and he dirty deeds Kenny Omega on the chips, which pretty much says that uh, John Moxley is all in. And it also means that Jericho would face uh, Paige for the uh, AEW title. I think they say the next pay per view or the July pay per view. Yeah, I think it's at the next pay per view and all out. Yeah, all out. But, um. uh, Chicago. So let let the CM Punk rehearse begin again. All I gotta say is a very good pay-per-view wish I could have saw it live um, 
but they're gonna have to do yeah. something about that whole pay per view thing. Uh, I hate to say, but sixty buzz asking too much. Now they say like thirty, maybe that'd be good enough. But sixty's too much. Sixty is too much. Those are like freaking early nineties prices. Yeah, nobody's gonna pay that much for a wrestling pay per view. Well, some people will, but not a lot. The only way I would pay $60 for a wrestling pay-per-view is if they were doing, like, is, is it, okay, you have to put Samoa Joe versus Kenna Kabashi in the main event. You'd have to have, or either, um, you'd have to have something with more Shima in it. I'd have to see AJ Styles. I'd, I need I need everything on the freaking top shelf of the menu. If I'm paying $60 for it, every, every one of my favorite wrestlers better be on it. And yes, even RVD. I, if I'm paying $60, everybody better be on it. I, you know what? $60 for review, RVD and Jerry Lynn better be facing each other on that damn pay-per-view. Well, Jerry Lynn I, is... I need everything. Well, Jerry Lynn is in all leagues. It's, it's got to be more than three hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. $60? They're going to be half the day. Well... Uh, Cody did come out and said that they're not going to do a pay-per-view every 12 months, so we take that for what uh, it's worth. So, we'll see. But, I hope they don't overdo the pay-per-views. That's one thing I... I think that's, just, what, Co- I think that's what Cody was meaning, like they're not going to do a 12-month pay-per-view. Nah, I hope nah, not. I doubt they're going to do that. But, um... Like I said, pretty good uh, pay-per-view. Hopefully, uh, they work out the whole pay-per-view deal uh, soon. Uh, it got me a tree for All League Wrestling now. What about you Yeah, it's refreshing. It was what? You said it was refreshing. No, that's what you said. I said it, was, it got me intrigued for All League Wrestling now. Oh, yeah, it was very good. Seeing what kind of talent they're going to have or... Well, who they even got? Who they haven't gotten yet? They might get more. And, you know, I just I like this roster. It's a great roster. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, that's it for this episode of uh, Triple Threat. I'd like to thank um, California Kid and uh, the Pike. And thank You're you for welcome. listening and wa- and listening. Please uh, download from your favorite uh, podcast, Anchor. FM and Stitcher and Google Podcasts. Please like, tell a friend, and uh, see you next time. Peace out. All right. Later. Later.